this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Week one on the road. I said it before, get Cleveland out of the way. Uh, we'll get into how I'm feeling about this matchup, but overall, what do you think about uh, week one for this game and, and what, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to see what Jim Schwartz is going to do. Uh, he's just been out of the league for a little while. He had a unique defense when he was last defensive coordinator, when he was defensive coordinator last for the Eagles. Um, it's different than a lot of what the NFL is doing right now. And I think I'll have a piece out on this um, by the time people are listening. I haven't been able to, though, because I've been traveling for work, so I haven't been able to write it. Uh, but I think I'll have something out um, today, Friday. This Thursday, so it feels weird to say. That's all. Um, but, yeah, he, it was wide. It was the biggest thing to me was his D-line was attack, go, get off the ball, and on your way to the quarterback, you can stop You stop the run. Uh that's not how teams play anymore. They are so slow. We're going to hold our gap, maybe play gap and a half, two gap, and then rush the passer if that doesn't work. But uh, Or if it's a pass play, that doesn't work. Um, so that's different. And the only other team I could think of that was so far into that was the Rod Marinelli um, and uh, Gus Bradley Raiders from like two years ago. So it'd be interesting to think. Did they try to come at them similar to how they attacked the Raiders? That Raiders team did give them a little bit more trouble than expected. And all the single high that Gus Bradley would play, I, that's what Jim Schwartz used to do. But that's not what's in anymore. So it'll be interesting to see, like, does he do those things still because that's who he is? Or was he doing those because that's what everybody did? And he was just kind of following the trends and how to stop offenses in that time. Um, so that's kind of like a weird thing to be most excited for. I think most people say are like, yeah, Joe Burrow <laughs> throwing <laughs> touchdowns. It's like, that's the first thing to come to my mind in this matchup of, okay, how's this going to go? And Jim Schwartz has been very good at attacking offensive line protections and work stressing communication, uh, among the offensive linemen and their physical abilities. I think, I think the Browns defensive line is going to be ready for this game. And I'm hoping the Bengals offensive line meets that match and is able to protect their quarterback. That is what I'm worried about. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Miles Garrett is the MVP of this team. Um, and he gives me nightmares thinking about the matchup versus Cleveland. And honestly, when I come up, when I give my prediction, uh, it's still going to be a close one for me. And everybody knows it's just been a mismatch for the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. And it's absolutely wild because it looks so different when they play the Ravens or even the Steelers over the last few years. And just with Cleveland, they just at, with Miles Garrett. And, you know, a new defensive coordinator, it does make me a little nervous. Um, you know, when Joe Burrow did talk about how he's feeling with his calf injury, he says, I have good days and bad days. And yesterday was a great day. Uh, they went full go again two days in a row. And that's still something, you know, I do think we should still keep an eye on it. We don't really know wh- how his cap is feeling. Um, everybody had mentioned when it happened, it could be a lingering thing until he's 100%. But obviously going full go is uh, really optimistic news for the quarterback. But yeah, defensively, that D-line, I would love to. Let, let me ask you this, because one of the things in the criticism Zach Taylor gets a lot when he plays the Cleveland Browns is they're not running the ball enough. 
Do you trust that in this matchup? And it looks like Denzel Ward is out of concussion protocol, so he's going to be going more than likely. Yeah. Um, the issue with the first matchup here is they, they weren't, despite the Browns' defense all year being terrible against the run, they weren't able to run the ball against them. So at some point you're down, you're trying to get back in this game. You have Joe Burrow. So you kind of stop the idea of let's keep pounding the rock and like protect him. It's like, well, we got to win this game too, you know? Um, So I get the sentiment. My issue with that, the time that he abandoned the run and I didn't think he should was actually the Super Bowl. that was uh Mixon was doing really well in that game and it felt it felt like the every time they drop back to pass they're just getting swarmed so if it's a situation like that early on and you're in a tight game you're driving down one possession or you're up one two possessions and he doesn't run the ball I could see that it going in there but last year I didn't really feel any sort of way about it uh I do think I do think they have opportunities to run the ball here because most of the guys on this Browns front are awesome pass rushers and not bad, but so-so run defenders. And you've got some good run blockers and hopefully a healthy. And last time we saw him when he was healthy, good running back. Can you exploit that a little bit and give Burrow some breathers? Uh, that's most of what I'm looking for is like, those are basically body jabs and breathers for the quarterback. So he doesn't take hits the entire game. Um, it's not so much to control the game or, you know, pound it or anything like that. If it happens, great. But these are mostly just to, you know, help the quarterback a little bit. So we'll see. I haven't felt any sort of way about it. At least mm-hmm. I don't remember um, feeling like you gave up on the run too quick before. Let's flip sides. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of conversation, honestly, over the last year, ever since he returned to football play. Um, I guess we have to talk about the quarterback, Deshaun Watson, on the Cleveland Brown side. How do you feel about this Bengals defense? I mean, we've talked a lot about Nick Scott and Dax Hill out there in the safety position. And even outside of that, just overall, how do you feel with this defense versus Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns offense? Yeah, um, well – that's going to be interesting. I, if they can stop the run, I feel okay about their chances. I don't see right now Deshaun Watson as a true threat, uh, which because the last time we saw him, he was basically Zach Wilson back there. So even if he moves to, I, I don't know, um, Marcus Mariota level, I'm not concerned. If he moves up to, I don't know, Jared Goff, he's playing tonight. Jared Goff level. I'm still not that concerned about it because the Browns have pretty decent receivers, but I feel like it gets overstated. I'm not the biggest delight. Oh, got it. I'm saying this every time I've ever said something like this, the receiver goes off. I'm not the Maybe biggest Elijah Moore fan. Yeah. I said about LaVisca Chenault. I was like, I don't think LaVisca Chenault's that great. And then he, if you remember what he did in that Thursday night game, it was like the game of his life. It's like, well, mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't say anything. So I didn't say anything there about Elijah Moore, but um, I just, he gets a little bit too much hype. Um, Mark Cooper's good. Mm-hmm. And Tom Peoples-Jones seems to only ever have the game of his life against Cincinnati. Always. Uh, David Joku, fine tight end. They've got a good offensive line. But it just all comes to the quarterback for me. And I don't personally see that quarterback as somebody I should feel threatened by right now. 
Yeah, I um I agree with you. I, at this very moment, what we were able to see from him last year in a I would say enough sample size. I, I just he wasn't the same quarterback and being off football for a couple years will do that to you. It's a different football game now. And uh personally I just I trust Lou. Um, it's extremely important. I mean, you start week one and week two in AFC North divisional play, you've gotta you got to at least split or you got to take both. Um, if you start 0-2 in division play, it makes it really rough. It's a little different from last year. I know they lost to the Steelers in week one, and the next one it was the Cowboys. You just don't want to put yourself in that position. Um, so this is a huge one on the road. AFC North um, should be a pretty good matchup. But personally, I'm, I was at like a 50% of what I thought would happen in this game earlier this morning. What's the score prediction? <laughs> 31-24 Bengals. Do you have one? I do. I'm gonna I'm you're you're in the 30s. I yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um I, I'm actually I'm at a 2820. Maybe a late touchdown for the Cleveland Browns. I I, I think it's still gonna be pretty close. I mean, it's I feel like it's just gonna be one of those annoying games for the most part. And then the yeah. Bengals could go up by two scores, you know, towards the fourth quarter. And I'm like, okay, they're just running the ball now. They're just, they're in control of the game. I think what's important is if, you know, they win the toss, you go on offense, you go out there. You go out I, there just, you, I just you never agree with that. No, they did that all last year and I still didn't agree because it, it's just the okay. middle, the middle eight is just, if you could control that, you change the flip, you flip the, you know, way the game's going. If you're down, let's say 10 with two minutes left in the fourth quarter. And mm -hmm. then you go down, score a touchdown, and then they just kneel, kneel it out or they just don't score or whatever. Now you're down seven. You get the ball at halftime. You have a chance to go tie the game. Even though you're down 14, they never touch the ball and you can get two scores. I just, I always prefer okay. that over receiving the ball and starting hot. I just, I think there's an actual, it's not that big, but you know, a little bit of a schematic advantage to kicking the ball off versus receiving it. 